power and purity. Power and purity. You get so innocent, pure, and childlike that the greatest temptation you have is flavored paste, like you're a kidney gardener. Oh my god. <laughs> One too many fruit snacks in your lunchbox. Too much chocolate milk. Seriously, you get so childlike, so innocent, so pure, so virgin that you don't even get tempted by anything in the world anymore. Oh, that's impossible. Well, it's called the forgiveness of your sins. So that you're not immoral. <laughs> when you're forgiven, guess what? You're possessed with the forgiver. Forgiveness isn't something you do here in the brain realm. That's just religious garbage. It's a river of life. The life is in the blood. It's the blood of the Lamb. So if you try to do it in your brain realm, there's no actual forgiveness. You could plead the blood for 10 million years. You'd never be forgiven one sin. But with the divine child in the, the throne of grace in your belly, Jesus come into my heart. Okay, now i got a rich treasure of glory. Now let the river of life flow from the throne of life and the Lamb of Life on the throne through your heart and through your mind. And the river renews you in a constant moral resurrection and in a constant spiritual renewal of the mind. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is continuous. It's the river of life. What do you do? Leave the river and go build sandcastles in Egypt? You get forgiven once, you go back into the world, get seven times worse? My God, stay in the river. And go deeper in the river, and then you help people in the river, and you become a minister of Christianity. A member of the royal priesthood in the holy nation of Israel. <laughs> oh, here we go with the Jewish stuff. Well, I tell you what, it's in the New Testament all over the place. Galatians chapter 6, Paul called the Greek Galatian church, the uncircumcised Israel. He said, to the Israel of God in Galatia. Galatians 6. What are you doing, Paul? No wonder why the Jews stoned you to death like 15 times. Oh, so the covenant has changed from the natural man to the spiritual man. The veil's been torn. Whoa. So everyone's the Israel of God who's in the Holy Spirit who wrote the Torah, who wrote the Psalms, who wrote the prophets through the prophets. It's the same Holy Spirit that was with Moses. The same Jesus Christ that was with Moses on the mountain is with us now, just in a new covenant of the spirit man, the human spirit. And a lot of people have tried to do it in the human brain, which is a Pharisee, and you need to do it now in your human spirit, which is the resurrection from the dead. <laughs> Salvation is actually going from the damnation of Satan's pride here in the head to the humility of Jesus Christ, the Lamb that was slain in your spirit. Repentance or returning to the high place is actually going low into the spirit that God has already given you. <laughs> Problem is, is we get so much head knowledge, we think we're something in the flesh. We think we're something because we have knowledge. Knowledge puffs up. Satan has more revelation than all of you combined, but he's a dead angel. It's not about knowledge, it's about wine and oil. <laughs> the fallen angels know all this stuff. The fallen angels have been teaching sorcerers for 6,000 years how to control cities and nations, and most of you are just 
beginning to come out of the control of the sorcerers. And you haven't really learned anything or experienced anything yet. You're in the basic stages of beginning to take back what he stole from you, which is your cities and your nations. And what did he steal from you? With the religious devil bewitching you to try to do it in the flesh by convincing people's brains working at surface deep religion instead of going into the spirit in the lowest place in the servanthood of all in the bowels of the earth. <laughs> where, the, where the throne of grace is in the bowels of the earth. He was saying to me during worship today, what do you think happened to Abraham's bosom? What do you think happened when he was crucified to death at the place of the skull? And 400 were raised from the dead, ancient men and women of old. And they walked through Jerusalem for 40 days, appearing to 400 witnesses. All this stuff about the death of Jesus and the bowels of the earth opening up and releasing the dead, the saints of old. What Did Abraham's bosom, well now Satan gets that territory. What? <laughs> you give the devil a lot of credit. He's a religious devil, that's for sure. And he's greedy, so he'll take whatever you give him. And so in a lot of people's lives, he's taken everything. He's taken your entire household, and you serve the devil in religious deception, in fake, false, surface-level Christianity that does nothing except enhance the kingdom of hell's stronghold in the earth. The kingdom of hell almost only works through Christian religion. And you guys are scared about Muslims. It is insane. The mental illness of religious Christianity. It is insanity. Once you become true spiritual Christians, carrying the divine child in your belly, and you become God-inside-minded, you can actually begin to remove all the religions of Satan. And you've got to deal with Christian religion. You deal with Christian religion, all the rest of them fold into the lake of fire automatically. Christian religion is the only one you really need to deal with. Christian religious devils. <laughs> Satan is primarily, for 2,000 years, a Christian religious devil. He's the most perfect Christian you've ever seen. He's the one that never makes a mistake in the church. He's always just so perfect in all of his ways and everyone looks up to him and all of your buildings made by human hands that's the devil that is the devil next thing you know you they find out they're a pedophile or a closet homosexual you know or a Freemason <laughs> I've seen it dozens of times I've known these people in different cities and then all of a sudden they find out they're a pedophile. And we're talking Pentecostal churches, mega churches, and I've seen it. The most recent one, I couldn't believe this guy. We knew him. We knew the people he was working with. He had molested 12 boys, and he had a wife and did the whole show. He was on TV. The televangelist had, ten, you know, 10,000 people church or something. And he died just last year. And he died young, very young. A lot of stuff's coming to the surface. When you bring the religious devil out of the bowels of the earth, which is what we're doing here, we're taking back the earth. <laughs> Satan doesn't get the earth. Jesus died on the earth so God's covenant people could inherit the earth. As it's written in the Bible, the righteous shall inherit the earth. The righteous, which means 
the morally spiritual, the morally upright. <laughs> that you don't understand how important it is to be morally upright and to be morally resurrected from the dead. That's the main thing Satan's combated in this generation. Because when you're morally resurrected and you're spiritual in your heart with purity and you have your virginity restored like a white dove, no matter how much smut you come out of all of us, you have power over death. You have power over every demon in the world. But if you're compromised with one fox in your heart, you don't have power over anything. You're a fake and a hypocrite with secret sin. And God loves you, and you can repent, which means to turn to the Spirit and let Him fulfill that area of deception in your heart and mind so you're not serving demons secretly. But without moral resurrection, you will not see God. You will not know God. <laughs> it is written, without holiness, no one shall see the Lord. If you're not going to see the Lord, you're only going to see Satan. You're going to see demons. You're going to see death and destruction. We need holiness more than ever before. And I'm telling you, all the dumb crap that Satan tempts you with out there, with the lust, the pornography, the sexual morality, the tinder, and all the, the crazy dating and immorality, these kids are killing themselves and dying faster than ever before. Even since I was in high school in the 90s, sexual morality is worse than ever before. Unbelievable. And it makes you weak. What these deceived and bewitched don't understand is immorality makes you so weak, so feeble, that anyone that has spiritual fortitude comes around, you automatically bow to that thing, whether it be reptilian wickedness or heavenly Jerusalem righteousness, the hot or cold that I wish you were. But lukewarm, you're weak. And that's why they'll just go the way of whatever strong man is in their city, and we need to take the bowels of our cities, so the strong man of our city is the strong man of Israel, Jesus Christ, the King of the Jews, the Son of the living God. Amen. And don't you know you carry Him in your belly? Don't you know you carry Him in the deepest places of the earth? So that you also can be like Him? Not for you just to have a happy, clappy life, you know, we're not fake Christians here, so that we can serve people's salvation through their spirits. And if you're religious, your spirit is in dead men's bones. That's what the Bible teaches. If you're religious, you're whitewashed tombs in dead men's bones, which means your spirit goes down into the underworld, and you're controlled by the throne of Satan, who is the religious devil with 200 million reptilian religious demons that have the entire New Testament memorized and perfect doctrine, and they demonize all the leadership of buildings made by human hands, so they bewitch you to think that's what Christianity is. Is it all that way? To various degrees. I mean, the Roman Catholic Church is the best example of perfect diabolical evil. And then it gets a little bit more hazy the more charismatic it gets to the point where it's just like one fly ruining, ruining the ointment. I mean, there are charismatic and glory stream churches. God bless them. I love you so much. That are one fly away from bursting the roofs off their place and taking their cities right now in 2018. 
There are people that love the glory of God, the presence of God, and He's going to burst the four walls of your church so you come into true, genuine sonship in the bowels of your city, servant of all, in the spiritual stomachs of all men and women and children in your cities, and you'll have citywide revival forever. Forever. I mean, that's really why he died, so that you'd have never-ending revival called the kingdom of heaven through all the earth. Haven't you ever read in the book of Revelation, even Hades is taken out of the earth and thrown into the lake of fire. In the days of Noah, the wicked were removed and the righteous inherited the earth through water. But this water represents the Holy Spirit. And He's coming from below in the belly of the earth. And He's coming from above, (laughs) the bright cloud over the earth. And He's sandwiching the whole surface of the earth from above and below like it was in the days of Noah. But He's doing it through your temples. See, that's what the bewitched and the, the immature Christians don't get yet. This ain't some mystical thing out there, some bewilderment, you know. They marveled and were bewildered because they were God outside minded. And here's a man that has all the power of God walking in it. Well, why aren't we? Because we don't believe the same words that he does from his Father. But as soon as you do, you're activated to walk in the exact same thing Jesus Christ walked in. Many. He's the firstborn of many to be raised from the dead. The firstborn of many. Exact likeness of Jesus Christ. A race of second Adams. The royal race. That's what kingdom means, actually. You study out the word kingdom, means a royal race. God made us a royal race. The natural realm is the lie. The spiritual realm of Christ in us, the Holy Spirit, is the truth, the spirit of truth that leads us and guides us into all truth. You need a spirit guide. (laughs) And it will destroy new age and bring in the kingdom age. Amen. These people are bewitched. And it's like you get a little breakthrough and then all these temptations come and fight in your mind. And they just bury your head. And I watch these people. They'll listen to Joel's bar. They'll understand 1% of it, and then they just get confused because they're not willing to give up their pride. And they just, and it's such a mess out there, but the agape love of God will clean up the mess. Rivers of glory will clean up the mess. So there's no religious confusion in your souls. The main thing you need to do to get all that confusion out of you is humble yourself. Humble your mind to the place of your spirit to be controlled by the Holy Spirit in all your stomach and in all your mind, in all your heart and in all your body, the temple of the Holy Spirit. (laughs) For him who believes, rivers of glory will flow. And your faith just grows when you realize the glory of Christ in you. And if you have a faith problem, (laughs) Holy Ghost, (laughs) sorry that just (laughs) periscope just died (laughs) if you got a faith problem we can impart the faith of the son of God that's what you need to understand too none of this is about you the old covenant was about you and what you could do for God 
the new covenant was God dying for you, and now all you got to do is carry him and let him be himself through your spirit. And all the temptations of the evil one, Belial, the father of lies, are to get you back into an old covenant-style religious system of you trying to help God by your human ability, even your human brains filled with the New Testament, so that you're exactly like the reptilian religious demons and not at all like the Spirit of Grace. How many Christians are like reptilian religious demons and not like the Spirit of Grace? God the Father is the Spirit of Grace, the Spirit of favor, the Spirit that causes you to shine with joy. Woo! We are so far off from the New Covenant from even salvation. Lord, restore the joy of our salvation. People don't even have joy. Joy is the evidence of being saved. Saved from what? Religion. Saved from self-effort. Saved from trying to fix yourself. Saved from self-help. Saved from the law. God is dealing with the law in your stomachs. It's the law that keeps you in an animal state because of your sins. So Satan and his angels, they'll tempt you into some sin. They'll get you real young when you're like 12 or 13 doing real dumb crap. So by the time you're 18, you've done so much sin that when you get religion, you're condemned all the time because you had three abortions or you smoked crack or you, you had same sex with someone when you're drunk one night and you always feel guilty about it. Or I've even heard good kids feel bad about stealing a pencil when they were in kindergarten. I, but I stole somebody's pencil. I'm a bad person. Oh. You know, whatever crap that can sear your conscience through sin, he'll do it to you. And that's the law killing you. You're under the curse of the law. The law is working when you feel condemned for your sin. I mean, that's what the Bible says. Paul says that. But now, let the Spirit of grace work and save you from the law so that you don't have a sin nature anymore and you don't ever want to lust, be prideful, attack brothers that have more revelation than you. You'll actually want to come and help them and serve them and love one another as I have loved you. Oh my goodness. There won't be any more competition. There won't be more envy and strife. There'll be actual sacrificial love. Sacrificial love is the evidence of salvation. Since He first loved us, and then when we receive His love, we overflow in love and love others. But if you walk in a tremendous amount of glory cloud love, everything that's not love in these religious people is exposed, and they'll come up with every possible excuse of why they're unloving to justify the murder of their brothers in the spirit of Cain. You've seen it by the thousands. You guys have seen it by the thousands to this very day. All the reasons why you can't love someone because of what they did or what they said. Pfft, that ain't divine. That's animalistic. That's tribalism. You are fortifying yourself in the curse of the law and trampling the blood underfoot when you act that way. The Spirit of Grace doesn't even care what you've done. 
I'm telling you guys, I was a severe drug addict and all the hardest, worst drugs that exist in the world for years. Years. I overdosed many times. I should have died many times. And God still saved a total drug addict and alcoholic like me. He can do it to anyone. The issue is, I've received so much grace, so much of the spirit of grace to be saved from my own sins, it's so ridiculous, it exposes people that have received much less grace. And they get insecure about it. They're like, whoa. But I'm telling you, the answer is, you receiving the same amount of grace I received from my Father into your own bellies, into your own rich treasury of glory. Don't compete with me, or don't compete with someone that's needed a ton of grace to be raised from the dead because they were so wicked. Get right in there and start feasting with them. And soon you'll be the best friends in the whole world. You'll be so drunk and so high and so blessed on God the Father's kingdom through the slain and sacrificed Lamb that every problem you've ever had will just be gone. All your human ideas just go poof. All the curse of the law is vaporized. And there's no more envy. There's no more strife. There's no more immaturity. There's no more animalistic carnality. The curse of the law that keeps you in a competitive state with others is erased. And you can join the feast and be saved from your own prideful nature of competition. He's dealing with pride. He's dealing with pride and stuff we think we know. I mean, I'm, and the thing, the best way to describe it is Satan knows so much more than you, you're a fool if you think you know more than the fallen angels right now. You're going to put yourself up against the tree of knowledge, against ancient angels that have so much higher IQs than you, and I'm telling you, you're setting yourself up for a fall. Majorly fall. If you think you're smarter than the fallen angels, you're about to fall. It's not about being smart. Otherwise, it would have been about the tree of knowledge. Turns out, it's about the tree of life. And God really isn't that interested in making you look smart like we want to look in the natural realm. Because the wisdom of God is foolishness to those that are perishing and going to hell and dying by serving the mark of the beast and the flesh and the false prophet of the knowledge of Babylon the Great and the knowledge of how to be successful in Babylon the Great is death. Trading on human souls, it's death. All the successes of Babylon is a one-way ticket to hell. <laughs> the success of the kingdom is looking like a total idiot for Christ's sake. Because you're drunk and you're high on a God that no animal believes in. That no animal interacts with. Because when you're an animal, you're in your sin. The animal state, the mark of the beast. Beast is animal. The same exact terms are used from Genesis to Revelation. People are just so bewitched by religious demons, they come up with dumb teachings about the book of Revelation, even though those names are used over and over in the whole Bible. Beast. Satan's called the chief of the beasts of all the field. The mark of the beast is having a carnal religious mind, or being a human Christian instead of a resurrected spirit above the death of the flesh trampling his blood underfoot and not utilizing the spirit of grace. Oh, it's too good. I need to feel a little bad for what I did. You trample his blood underfoot. Why did he even die for you? You could have died for you and gone to hell with that religious attitude, that fake piety, that self-righteous attitude of the religious spirit, human pride. 
It's the most wicked thing in the whole world. There's nothing even close. You need to drink the blood, get over yourself, and enjoy God and the price He paid for you to be restored to the Father. All this beat yourself up religion is an abomination. All this feel bad because there's poor people, feel bad because there's starvation in the world. You play your part. You're not God. <laughs> in the name of Jesus Christ, those demonic religious bur burdens burn off your heads that the demons put on you. The Holy Spirit's God. You play your part in Joel's army and the whole body can take care of the universe in the name of Jesus Christ. Satan putting on people yokes that they're not meant to carry. Let the fire of God burn it off your hearts, burn it off your shoulders, and burn it off your minds. His yoke is easy and light. He's God. He's got it. Jesus Christ said, It's my Father that feeds the sparrows. You Israelites don't do anything. <laughs> you Christians don't do anything. God does it, not you. The old covenant is gone, abolished, forever. The new covenant is Jesus Christ in us, doing the works through us. Will you let Christ live His divine Zoe life in the river of life through your bowels of compassion? Will you let the divine remove your human nature that always wants to help God, that always tramples His blood underfoot, always attacking the Holy Spirit because I got this, I don't even need the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit to burn out your self-righteous pride. You need the Holy Spirit to get the religious devil out of your stomach. You need the Holy Spirit to raise you from the dead. The death of religion. In Jesus' name. We love you guys. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.